Homage to the Buddha, homage to the Dharma, homage to the Sangha. Says Bodhidharma, whoever realizes that the six senses aren't real, that the five aggregates are fictions, that no such things can be located where anywhere in the body, understands the language of Buddhas. The sutras say the, ca the cave of the five aggregates is the hall of Zen. The opening of the inner eye is the door of the great vehicle. What could be clearer? Not thinking about anything is Zen. Once you know this, walking, standing, sitting or lying down, everything you do is Zen. To know that the mind is empty is to see the Buddha. The Buddhas of the Ten Directions have no mind. To see no mind is to see Buddha. To give yourself up without regret is the greatest charity.
is, then your myriad practices will all be fully equipped. Your real mind is as a great tree, its branches, blossoms and fruit all depend completely on the root. Even a severed tree will survive if its root is intact, whereas a fully grown tree, once detached from its root, will die. If you train in the way with a thorough comprehension of what real mind is, then you will conserve your strength as you easily succeed in realizing Buddhahood. But if you try to train without thoroughly comprehending what real mind is, then you will squander your efforts to no avail. Be aware therefore that all good and evil proceed from your own mind, so that when your own mind seeks for something outside and separate from yourself, you are missing the point. Incur all manner of suffering. 
The scripture on the ten stages of Bodhisattvahood says, Within sentient beings there is the adamantine Buddha nature which is as the orb of the sun. His bodily form is radiant and all-encompassing, vast, great and unbounded, but when it is veiled by the leaden clouds of the five skandhas, it is just as a lamp placed within an urn. Its light is unable to be seen. It also says in the Nirvana scripture, all sentient beings have Buddha nature, but because it is cloaked by ignorance, they do not realize liberation. Buddha nature is the nature of enlightenment. However, it is enlightened within its own enlightenment. When its wisdom and compassion are fully illumined and it has parted from what has floated, this is then called liberation. Know therefore what all good is. Take enlightenment to be its root and rely on this root of enlightenment. Consider it to manifest as the tree of all meritorious spiritual qualities and then, by your relying on it, the fruits of nirvana will fully ripen. In this way, meditation can indeed be described as thoroughly comprehending it. Ecker said, you have just stated that all meritorious spiritual qualities of the Buddha nature, which are of the Absolute, depend on enlightenment as their root. But I wonder what could be the root for all the evil done by the mind blinded by ignorance. Bodhidharma replied, Although the mind of ignorance has 84,000 passions and cravings which defile it, as well as evils as immeasurable and unbounded as the sands of the Ganges, ultimately all depend on the three poisons and have them as their root and source. These three poisons are greed, hatred and illusion. These three poisonous attitudes of themselves are able to encompass all eagles. Each is just as a great tree, though it has but one root. It produces branches and leaves whose number is unlimited. From within these three poisonous roots, Evil deeds are begotten whose number is past counting, and whose nature is beyond any simile. Attitudes such as these are within one's basic nature. They themselves are the three poisons, and will surely give expression to your six sense faculties, which are also called the six thieves. These six thieves, accordingly, are called the six forms of perceptual consciousness, since they go in and out via the sense faculties. 
greedily attaching themselves to any of the myriad realms and skillfully accomplishing their evil actions as they deny the essential body of the Absolute. This is why they are called the Sifts, the Eves. All sentient beings throw their bodies and minds into confusion and disorder as a result of the three poisons and through the employment of the Sifts, Thus they sink down into birth and death, spinning through the six pathways of existence as they experience misery and woe. They are a veritable river that arises from a small spring, flowing on unceasingly, until its rushing torrent spreads everywhere indiscriminately for thousands of miles. Were someone to cut off the river at its source, its many currents would all cease to flow. Were someone who seeks liberation to rid himself of these three poisons, as well as his employment of the six thieves, he could rid himself of all suffering. Understand, therefore, that all the karma of suffering is produced by one's own attitudes of mind, but if one is able to keep his thoughts from wandering off whilst abandoning the false and the wicked, the karma which has been sending him spinning through the three worlds and the six realms will spontaneously evaporate. For this ability to eliminate one's sufferings is what is called liberation. If you can focus your mind so that you illumine what is within, the constant light of your awareness and scrutiny will eradicate the three poisons and forever make them melt away and disappear so that the six thieves will not invade you and create disturbances. Your numberless spiritual qualities, all manner of spiritual adornments and control gifts to the Dharma, will all be naturally perfected through and through. Go beyond the mundane and attest to that which is saintly. It is before your very eyes, not off in the distance. Awakening is but an instant away. Why stay troubled until your hair has turned grey? Would that I had explained for you the subtle mysteries of the gate to the Dharma in death, rather than discuss the mind in self-line. Detailing but a substantial portion of the reason for which we came.